Hi there, this is Watchin, and you are now listening to the I Choose the Ladder podcast, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. This episode is brought to you by The Review Planner. For many of us, performance review season is about to begin. For many of us, it's also a challenge to remember all of the things that we've done during the year. So what happens is our performance reviews become a one-way conversation where our managers are telling us what they think we did during the year And without proof of our performance, it becomes incredibly hard for us to advocate for that raise, promotion, or new position that we know we deserve. So I created the review planner because I always wanted a tool like this, a systematic way to track all of our career accomplishments that are specifically tied to the feedback and growth areas that our managers are measuring our success by. The review planner helps you create a schedule for your career growth, and it makes it easy to focus on the goals that you have throughout the year. With email templates, monthly checklists, built-in accountability and reminders, the planner keeps you on track to accomplish your goals and ensures you are spending your time on the things that actually move your career forward. I designed the review planner to help you focus on your career and prepare for your annual review so you can confidently speak up for yourself and earn what you deserve. To learn more about the review planner, head to thereviewplanner.com. Again, that's thereviewplanner.com. Hey, y'all. I know it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast episode, um, and I missed y'all. And based on the messages that I've been getting, apparently you've missed me too. Um, today, we're going to talk about goal setting, and we're not going to talk about it um, in the from the perspective of SMART goals, like we all know what an actual goal is supposed to look like. I'm gonna spend a little bit more time talking about the process of goal setting. I know that since I've uh, become a full-time entrepreneur, I've had some really aggressive goals and I did a, a YouTube episode on this and around how to set goals and all that stuff. But I wanna talk a little bit about the journey here, right? And what, are all the things that we should be thinking about before we sit down to write our SMART goals. Because I think the the psychology behind why we set goals um, help us to make goals that are more uh, productive, goals that are actually in line with what we're trying to accomplish, goals that don't burn us out or make us feel defeated in the process. And so I wanna spend a little bit more time talking about the journey of goal setting um, and everything else besides sitting down and writing your goals. So the first thing that I wanna talk about um, is understanding the motivation behind your goals. I posted about this on Instagram like maybe a week ago or maybe it was sometime last week. The days are all blending together at this point. Um, But I was listening to a podcast episode and the question that the guy said that he asked himself is, am I making my present goals based on the past or am I shaping my present based on a future that I want to build, right? And when I heard that, I had to stop. I was driving, I pulled over, I listened to it a couple more times, and I was asking myself the same question, right? So when it comes to things like what I want to weigh or the kinds of titles that I wanted to have in the past, I think a lot of that stuff was based on trying to recreate things from the past or trying to recreate things that I think I missed out on in my childhood or trying to... um, recreate environments of things that opportunities that I felt like I may have missed. So for example, when I come to, when I get to weight loss goals or body goals, right, it's always based on a picture that I saw from college and like, oh my God, I thought I looked so great here. Or, um, or, you know, 
I like the number on the scale here, right? And so the, the, the goals that I made that were based on the past oftentimes failed because the situations and the environments that I lived in in the past that allowed me to have those things are not my current, right? They're not the reality of the life that I live now. I'm older. Um, I'm not working out as much as I used to because my life has a bunch of different responsibilities. My metabolism is different, right? And so trying to recreate the past oftentimes will leave us feeling defeated because the past is gone, right? All we have is right now. Um, and when I stop to think about it that way, I think I stop putting um, pressure on myself to recreate something that will never be able to be recreated again, Not at least not in the same exact way. Um, and what he recommended was that we start looking at our goals today based on what we want to create in the future and backing into it that way, right? So for example, if I want to grow a multi-million dollar business, which I do, right? I have to back into what are the habits and the action steps that I need to take today that allow me to get to the future as opposed to what do I do right now to drag me back to the past? And I hope that makes sense. So for example, it's like the kinds of goals that I'm making, or let's take it back to weight loss, right? So as opposed to looking at, I want to weigh this amount because I wanna look the way that I did in college, what that would look like now is, what kind of energy level do I need to have to be able to sustain building a company that is a multi-million dollar company, right? So I choose a ladder, we do a ton of workshops. So in terms of my energy level, the amount of um, what I need to look like in my clothes and all that stuff to be able to do 10, 15 workshops a month, right? That is now the goal around like, if I'm, when I'm at this weight, I have the energy that's required, I have the, the clarity of thought, I have the confidence in the clothes that I wear, right? So that is the number, that is that is what I'm going to set my goal around, not based on something from the past when the environments were different. So I know that I need to do X amount of workshops a month. I know that I need this amount of energy in order to be able to do those well, right? When the world opens back up, I know that I'll be flying a ton. I can't get sick every time that I um, fly uh, because of the air and the plane and all that stuff. So my immune system needs to be at a certain place. So now the goal is around something that is going to help me shape a future based on my present conditions, based on where I am right now in my life, as opposed to, again, going back to to what I used to be, my glory days, whatever you wanna call it, right? Like we all live in the past at some point. But so the question for you all, as you look through your goals for the rest of this year, right? We're in the sixth month of the year almost. Um, what are you working towards? Are you trying to drag yourself back into the past to relive something that you feel like you missed out on? Or are you clear on the life that you're trying to create and shaping your present thoughts, your present goals, your, your present actions to make sure that you can hit those things, right? So once that's there, you know that your motivation is clear. Um, the second thing is like the plan for the goal. And when I say this, I'm still not talking about your SMART goals, but I'm talking about like the clear um strategy that you have to hit the goals. Uh, one of the things that I've learned in this short time, so I guess it's, you know, six months of full-time entrepreneurship at this point, is that usually the the how reveals itself once there's some strategy around there, right? So I don't have every step of the way of how I'm going to hit a certain goal. Uh, I don't have exactly which clients are going to come through. I don't have the exact spend that specific brands will make. What I do have, though, is a number around um, here. I need to to reach out to X amount of people 
and X amount of those people will decide that they want to partner with us. And from that, based on our pricing, here's what it's going to be. So for me, my plan around the goal is a certain number of outreach, a certain number of um, content pieces that go out, and then engagement with current clients, current customers, our current community, right? So my plan for it um, is usually around the things that are in my control, what I can influence, right? Based on the tools that I have, the network that I have, the resources that I have, the offering that I have. And I sit down and I say like, here for the month, here's my plan of how I'm gonna hit this specific revenue goal that I've set because I know that if I hit this revenue goal for this month, this is what's gonna end up as our revenue for the year, right? And that is pretty clear that's part of our SMART goals. But I sit and I think about, what are the resources that I have access to, right? And the resources that, I've ha- that I have access to, how do I use them effectively to be able to hit the goals that I've set? And for you, your network may be the strongest thing. So maybe your plan for the, the month is, um, if you're trying to find a new job, for example, your plan for the month is to send out X amount of LinkedIn conversation requests based on the people who work in the industry that you wanna work for, right? If it's to get a raise, your plan for the year may be spending some of your own money on professional development um, courses or classes um, so that you can then be able to display certain competencies or certifications that then warrant you getting more money. So when I'm talking about the plan, I'm talking about doing an assessment of what resources you have access to and how you can best use them to get to from point A to point B as it pertains to um, whatever goal it is that you set for yourself, whether that's your short-term goal for the month or your long-term goal for the year. And if you have the review planner, and if you don't, go to thereviewplanner.com and get it. One of the things that we talk about is that your monthly goals should be directly tied to your annual goal, right? So everything that you're doing during the month should get you closer to what it is that you're trying to do for the year um, and understanding what resources you have access to right now, um, focusing on your strengths as opposed to your weaknesses, right? Um, we talked about this, I think, in a, pa- in a past podcast. Your weakness is always going to be somebody else's strength, right? And no matter how good you become at that, if it's somebody's natural strength, they're always going to be better at it. So as you are thinking about Yes, you want to grow. Yes, you want to have um, development as a person. You also want to have mental stimulation and mental growth. But a lot of the times, the results that you're going to get as it pertains to goals are going to think are going to um, be the most effective if you are focusing on how you can get stronger at the things that you are strong at that are natural talents, um, and then spending some time obviously on growing your your weaker areas or becoming more aware of your blind spots. Right, but focusing on what do you have access to, who do you have access to, and creating a plan for that um, will probably get you closer to what you want to do faster than if you're like, let me make all these weaknesses stronger and then compete on those weaknesses. It just doesn't, it doesn't tend to bear fruit as quickly um, or as deeply as if you were focusing on your strengths. So create a plan based on what you already have. um, And then as you get more, more doors will open, you'll develop more, and then you can revise your plan. But each month, what you already have access to, don't focus on lack. You have everything that you need to do what you need to do right now. So what do you have access to and create a plan for how you can put those things together to to achieve your goals. Um, the third thing that I will say is like, you need to be mentally prepared for the journey of accomplishing a goal, especially if you have really big, large, ambitious, audacious goals. Usually where people fall off is in the process, right? It's not um, at the beginning, it's not at the end, it's that we are not um, mentally prepared for how long it could take sometimes 
to achieve a goal, right? And for people who are high performers, who are accustomed to, you know, kind of instant gratification, you do something in a month or in a, in two months, in three weeks, you see some kind of a result. For some of your goals, you may be planting seeds for a really long time. And so what are you doing to make sure that you can withstand that period, right? That you can withstand that, that, um, that time in the process where you're seeing nothing, right? And like, I'm speaking to myself in this, in that my goals for I Choose the Ladder are really big for me, right? They are um, to literally change the ways that black women feel about their careers, what they feel like they should be, um, how they feel they should be compensated, how they feel like they can find their place. It's a, it's an emotional journey, right? It's a, it's a dealing with environments that may not be the best. It's the, the the constant questioning of yourself it's it's the the world around you um being one thing but you seeing yourself fitting in in a different way like it's hard work for me and for the women um and what i'm asking you all to do a lot of the times pushes you out of your comfort zone right but the question is how do you prepare yourself so that when you have those moments those weeks those months of feeling like you are so outside of your comfort zone, how do you still push through so that you can um, get to the other side of it, which is where the success for your goal is, right? So for me, what that has looked like is therapy. It's dealing with my stuff that allow me to believe that I deserve um, the things that I'm pursuing, that I am worthy enough to have um, a company that is thriving, a company that I'm proud of, a company that um, allows me to live a certain life for me and my future family and all of those things, right? It's the work around instant gratification. It's the work around understanding what success actually takes, not what we see um, that, you know, for some people, it's a five-year, 10-year, 20-year journey, right? And how do you understand the, the how do you understand the stamina that is required for you specifically, right? For some people, it might be, you know, getting therapy. For some people, it might be faith work. For some people, it might be both. For some people, it might be exposure to other people who have done it, right? And understanding that, you know, if you're trying to be in the C-sphere or an SVP somewhere, understanding what I call the wilderness, right? When people were in the wilderness, what did they do to, to, to keep going, to push through before they accomplish whatever that goal is? If it's a six-figure salary, for example, like what does it take to get there? And how do you make sure that you don't quit at the first sign of something being hard or at the first time that you get um, resistance or you get a no or you get a not right now, right? How do you prepare yourself for the journey? Because um, that's the most important part. That's where the growth happens. That's where the learning happens. That's where um, the relationships happen, right? And it's focusing on, yes, you have an idea of what you want the outcome to be, but that's not the most important thing because you can do everything right. And you can check all the boxes, right? And still not get the result that you thought that you should get. Being more prepared, being more clear, understanding your motivation helps you get the outcome that you want. But a lot of the times you have no control over the timing, right? And there are certain things that's a formula, right? It's a numbers game. You do the X amount of things and you could potentially or you increase the likelihood that you'll get the result. But you got to be more prepared for the journey, right? You got to be... Um, mentally prepared for um, things 
both seen and unseen, right? As you go through and you reach new levels, there are going to be things that are new to you and you have to be able to not be shaken by those things. And so preparation for the journey around accomplishing goals. And one of the things that I've heard that, um, that for a lot of, for a lot of it, I've been like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's that there are challenges around being successful too that you don't plan for, right? There are um, mental things that happens when you hit a level of success, maybe that nobody in your family or your network or your friend group has ever hit, right? There's a, there's a, a mental gymnastics that's required for you to wrap around, wrap your mind around getting what it is that you've worked for, that you've prayed for, and reconciling that with who you used to be or or who you think you are or what your identity is. And all that stuff is going to require work to be able to not only acquire or to hit those milestones, but to also sustain them in a way that you can enjoy them, right? And that's the goal. The goal is joy on the journey. The goal is joy in the process. The goal is not getting to a place and being so miserable and isolated that you're like, oh, what did I do to my life, right? Because that happens a ton. And that comes from, I think, getting um, mentally prepared as much as you can be for the journey and building um, a squad who can travel on that journey with you, even if you are not necessarily going to the same place, you're going to your version of the same place. So preparing mentally for the journey. And I think the last thing that I'll say about this is like, the outcome. I know that I'm someone who used to be really tied to the outcome of my goals. And I would set these huge goals. And then if I didn't hit them, I would be so devastated. I would feel like a failure. I'd feel like the whole year was a waste of time. I did all this stuff that's for nothing. And I was listening to a podcast episode or actually I was listening to an ebook. I've listened to a lot of things. Um, I want to always be trained in my mind. And the guy said that he set goals so that hitting 70% of the goal would be like massive success. I'm not like, that's not my, that had not been my perspective on goals. Like for me, if I set a goal, I want to hit hundred percent. Like that's why I'm setting it. And for him, he was like, no, I want my goals to be so large that even 70% is going to stretch me so much that I'm going to feel like I did that. Right. And, and it's changed how I think about or how I'm starting to think about the types of goals that I set. If I set a goal that's easy to accomplish, I'm not really growing because it's not going to require me to push myself um, outside of, you know, where I'm where I where I'm currently comfortable, what's within my reach. And I think there's a balancing act between setting your goals so high that you can't enjoy any part of it because like achieving that thing is taking everything out of you. It's taking all the joy. You can't have fun with anything. Like, it's just like you're, you're going, you're going, you're going. And then setting your goals so low that you check the box, but that it doesn't really matter because you didn't grow, you weren't stretched. And it's something that you could have probably done very easily. And for me, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what that sweet spot is of where that 70% is pushing me and stretching me to the place where I'm like, yes, I've, I've accomplished something. And also not setting it so high that I'm losing the joy in the journey or in the work. Um, but as I think about goals, I'm doing a little mini retreat right now. Um, I'm in a hotel room. I'm going to start um, thinking about what the, what I want the back half of the year to look like and what I want to focus on and what I want to prioritize. And I think what I've spent some time thinking about a lot this weekend is like the motivation behind my goals, why I'm trying to do to do that. I did some worksheets and some some thought exercises around you know, why I'm setting the goals that I'm setting, 
um, what they mean to me, what I'm hoping that they will do for me and for my life and what I'm hoping the impact will be based on what I do that gets me to those goals. Um, and then, you know, right now it's a planning phase. So I understand my why, I understand the motivation. I'm future planning, not trying to pull myself into the past. Um, I've done a lot of work this year to to start to get mentally prepared for the journey that I'm trying to go on, right? Um, of building a, a seven-figure business, right? If you look at the data, um, there are not a lot of businesses that do that. There are not a black women-owned businesses that do that. And it's not because the talent isn't there, right? And so it's figuring out for me what that journey is going to require and making sure that I'm shoring myself up to be able to sustain. Because, you know, building a seven-figure business could take, you know, some people have done it in three years, some people have done it in five years, some people have done it in 10 years. And for me, it's like, how do I make sure that regardless of how many years it takes me, that I can go on the journey and and ultimately get to where I am, knowing that, you know, the time frame could be whatever, however long that it takes and being committed to the however long it takes, right? And for you all who are looking for new titles and new jobs and pivots and stuff, are you committed to the however long it takes, right? Are you... Um, when you get no's on interviews, when you get, when you're sure that you got the job and they decide to go with somebody else, when you feel like you've done the work and the answer is not right now, we don't have the budget, we don't whatever, are you prepared to go the long game, right? Or do you get defeated and just stop, right? And that's not to say that you have to stay with a company that doesn't appreciate you, right? But it's that, do you then, you know, take the time to grieve the process, but then start thinking about what your other options are and then pursuing those. It takes time, right? Anything that's worth having is going to take some time and some skin in a game. And the outcome is important, right? But you don't have a lot of control over the timing and how it manifests in those things. And so the top three things, you know, your motivation, your plan, and understanding what's going to be required of you for that journey, I think is where your time is best spent as you are goal setting. And then you check in with yourself, right? You check in, whether it's once a month, you do like a quick assessment, and then once a quarter, you reevaluate, you know, where are you? How are you mentally? Um, what's your emotional state like? You know, is your why still the same? Um, is the plan still the most effective for what you're trying to accomplish, right? And doing some real honest work with yourself around where you are, where you're trending, and maybe some adjustments that you need to make. And eventually the outcome will come, right? So don't beat yourself up about not doing it right now. Often it takes us longer than we thought it would take um, to to accomplish things and to accomplish really big things. And for the members of our community, you guys know that I always encourage you to strive for the best of the best and whatever that means or looks like for you. And sometimes that's going to take a while, but being um, committed to your development and committed to the journey is I think the best way to ensure that you end up where you end up in one piece and not in, you know, fragments of yourself because you've gotten so beaten up on the journey. Um, those are just my thoughts on goal setting for now. Um, I will let y'all know how it works um, at the end of this year and where I end up. Um, and if I end up closer to or further from um, where my, um, where I think I want to be. But for y'all who are goal setting, I just encourage you to always, always, always think about, you know, why you're doing it, where you want to end up and preparing for the journey. Um, as always, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure you connect with us on LinkedIn and I choose the ladder on Instagram and I choose the ladder. Um, 
on Facebook at I Choose a Ladder. Also, we have some great things that are finally coming with our newsletter. Our actual first magazine is launching. And so if you want to make sure that you are in the loop on all that stuff, you can text CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B to 66866. Again, that's CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B to 66866. And until next time, thank you for listening.